When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahosel. Thanks to the Kia EV6 GT. The World Performance Car of the Year and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Let me tell you, it's real cricket weather. Even though it's still spring, wherever you may be listening around Western Australia, it's been stifling uh, in relation to the heat and will continue for the next few days. And as we know, uh, the game between uh, the Perth Scorchers and the Melbourne Stars in the WBBL has got underway, the uh, Crown Pride match. And we welcome the man that is the general manager at the WA Cricket Association of High Performance in Kate Harvey. Kate, thanks for your time. No worries, Pete. It is real cricket weather, isn't it, with the heat? Yeah, we know summer's here. It's a very warm day today for the girls. It's... Um... Yeah, we've got a few extra drink breaks and a few little things that we can do to try and make it a bit more comfortable. But the, uh, yeah, I think the five o'clock start will um, it'll still be pretty warm. All I'm saying is that when you were playing uh, with the the whites and all that, did you enjoy bowling in these conditions? Oh, I did enjoy bowling, full stop, Pete. But certainly not in these um, in these sort of conditions. Yeah, it's pretty warm today. The, any breeze there is is, is pretty hot. So. Um, yeah, no, it'll be a test for the for both teams. Um, it may, may be a bit tougher for the Melbourne Stars, but um, yeah, I think we'll get through it. The girls have been great all tournament, and um, yeah, I don't think that'll present too many challenges today. Already qualified for the finals. I was talking to Christine uh, Matthews the other day, and she was telling me if the Perth Scorchers do qualify for the WBBL final, uh, it'd have to be played at the Wacker because cold play, unfortunately, hasn't allowed the drop in wickets here at Optus Stadium to go in until roughly now, and it won't be enough time. No, that's right, which is disappointing in a sense, given that, you know, two years ago we we played a, a final at the stadium with 15,000 people, which was just a huge event and, um, yeah, a real showcase event for the girls and, um, and to play there was fantastic. But obviously with these sort of things, you, you don't know in advance if you're going to play in the final or earn the right to host it, so it's pretty hard to forecast. And from all reports, um, certainly my daughter said it was a pretty cool show. So um, big show when Coldplay <laughs> comes to town. And, um, you know, we're, we're part of a, a broader venue there as opposed to what we've got at the Wacker where we control the ground. So we're certainly respectful of that. And, yeah, was um, t- it's a good well, plan, but we're happy at the Wacker uh, if we get there. At least your daughter read. My daughter told me off, Dad, you didn't get me a ticket. But uh, hang on, that's another story. Let's uh, talk about the World Cup win by Australia. What has that done for Australian cricket generally? Because we know... Uh, yeah, 12 months or so ago, the Australian national team was a bit on the nose uh, with the Australian public over the handling of Justin Langer and also with Pat Cummings' comments regarding a corporate partner of Australian cricket. Things were going a bit uh, left to centre, but it looks like a, a win like this in India has turned it all around. 
Oh, I think so. I think it's a wonderful effort in those conditions and, and some of the challenges of playing in that environment to beat a team like India in, on their home turf with that wicket and, and even just to get through the final after the start. I think it's a huge credit to the Pat and the team and the support crew and the players for, for being able to pull that off because it's just a, a wonderful achievement. I think the only thing you can do to really top it is that when you win a home World Cup, I think that really, um, you know, this was in the middle of the night and... Um, probably doesn't capture the imagination quite as much as what you see with the Matildas or a, or a World Cup that we won in 2015. But um, nonetheless, it's a it's a brilliant achievement. I think Pat Cummins from the outside looking in has done a fantastic job. He seems to be his own man he's, um, and he's done a great job despite, you know, the pressure of being the Australian captain and um, all credit to them. And it can only be a good thing for Australian cricket. Hopefully that, you know, we've got the first test of the summer in, in a few weeks' time, and hopefully that's really a, a catalyst to bring people to, to Perth Stadium for the West Test and um, and to get behind the Australian team again. There was a story going around regarding uh, a member of the Australian cricket team, didn't play the last few games, you're talking about all-rounder Cameron Green, and I spoke to you a little while back uh, about the burnout factor, the fact that he's played so much cricket and at this stage he's bypassing the BBL competition but yet I heard a story yesterday that he could be returning to play Sheffield Shield cricket for WA before the Test match. Yeah, we're working through that currently with the Australian um, the National um, Selection Panel and, and, and Cameron. He, he, you know, at the start of the World Cup, um, looking back from there, he'd had a pretty heavy um, six or seven, 12 months um, little period there. But, you know, he went to the World Cup and didn't play a huge role. Um, you know, they had Marcus Stornis and, and, and Mitch Marsh in particular playing um, that role and the conditions probably didn't suit. So he's gone from playing a lot of cricket to having now a bit of, uh, albeit not a freshen up, being on the pine in India, but um, probably looking for some cricket. So um, we're certainly working with, with Cricket Australia around what that looks like. We're obviously really supportive of whenever... Cameron's available, um, we'll take him with open arms. So um, we'll see what that looks like over the next little bit. I think he's landed in Perth today. So um, we'll probably just get a better idea of that over the next couple of days as he gets back in from um, what's been a long time away from home. Well, the Australian T20 uh, team is in action against India. That is tomorrow, our time. And Aaron Hardy with David Warner deciding to withdraw from the T20 side. Aaron Hardy. A West Australian all-rounder, the youngster, has been called upon and he's on his way to the subcontinent. What a great opportunity for him. Yeah, look, it's great. Aaron um, got the opportunity in the South African series prior to the World Cup to make his debut in, in both formats. So he took another opportunity to be around the Australian team. You know, it's a tough series for the Australians to play. So no doubt some, some fresh players who haven't been away for a long time will no doubt reinvigorate the group. But, yeah, really tough series for both India and Australia to play and I think everyone probably sees that that's a, a challenge in the schedule but I'm sure Aaron Hardy's not too worried about that and you know, we've got Jason Berendorf over there as well and um, so they're both guys that will be coming in fresh into that group and can hopefully add a bit of value and we know that any time Australia plays India it's a big event so um, look forward to that getting underway and seeing a couple of more WA boys get, a, get an opportunity. And maybe even an opportunity to cash in with the IPL. No doubt recruiters will be viewing this T20 competition with interest. Oh, look, I think any time there's a white ball around, I think it's it's understandable that the players have probably got in the back of their mind. I think that particularly a, a series in India right under the noses of the IPL teams, no doubt an opportunity. And we saw you know, Cameron Green really take that opportunity last year um, to get into that tournament and do really well at the back end in particular. So, um, yeah, I think every time you get a chance to showcase your skill sets for... IPLs is probably in the back of everyone's mind being a you know a premier tournament in world cricket. So 
um, yeah, I don't think that'll be any different in India, but maybe just a little bit more heightened given that you're, um, yeah, you're in amongst it over there. And Mitch Marsh won't be part of uh, this tournament. Uh, he's on his way home or maybe home already? Yeah, so I think Mitch is home today. Um, they flew into Melbourne yesterday, I think, and, and, and back home. So, um, yeah, I think there was a select group that have had a pretty, um, you know, pretty rugged um, last six or seven months um, um, from the Australian summer through. They've essentially been on the road. So I think there's a freshen up for, for some guys, and I think the Aussie you know, selectors and management are doing a good job of rotating the players and giving them a break where they need it. I know they do it with the staff as well, which is really important. So um, that's just an opportunity for those guys to freshen up and, and, you know, get back into an Australian summer, which um, obviously for everyone here is really important, even though they've had some really serious cricket over the last six months, an Australian summer is still a really important part of the schedule. So hopefully they all get a freshen up, get to see their friends and family and, and go again. WA cricket is the benchmark of national cricket, and we just saw the other day, it always, apart from that little uh, bump in the road against New South Wales in the Sheffield Shield, where the WA boys were pretty comprehensively beaten in Sydney, it's been, again, a good start to the summer campaign. It appears when there's been backs to the wall, and there's been a couple of situations where the WA team seemingly have been in a position looking at defeat. They've, been managed, they've managed to turn it around, as was the case the other night in the Marsh Cup on the back end of Captain Sam Whiteman's century. Yeah, it was a brilliant hundred. It really was. We were under the pump and, you know, we had, as you said, we had an uncharacteristic week of cricket in, in Sydney a couple of weeks ago and it was really nice in the Shield game and the game the other night for the, for the boys to bounce back. You know, even when things haven't gone our way, we've... We still seem to find a way to win games of cricket, and someone swings the game back in our favour, and, and someone jumps on, and and uh, we manage to get the job done. So to beat South Australia, who were going well in those both those games, after as I say, after those games in in Sydney was really pleasing, and that's been the the hallmark of this group over the last three years, is that um, you know we don't get sort of beaten comprehensively too often. So to bounce back back out of that's been nice, and we and we saw evidence of that the other night, and, and in the Shield game, which is a tight game as well. So, mm. but in particular, Sam's innings that was you know tough conditions. The you know the, the South Australians had a bit of scoreboard pressure and were taking wickets throughout the innings. So. Um, to control the innings like he did and for players to bat around him, in particular Jai at the back end there was um, was a wonderful effort. And it gets us back up the top and, and hopefully close to another another one-day final. And, of course, uh, the Shield will go into recess shortly because the BBL will take over. And I gather the Perth Scorchers squad very much now settled? Yeah, we've got a little bit of a transition period now over the next little bit. The guys go to Queensland on Sunday for that last Shield game and... Um, in the background, we're always sort of got one eye on how we transition in the big bash. But yeah, our group's looking pretty settled. We're, we're still at the whim of, you know, still a few little injury concerns, um, a bit of Australian selection. Um, and so those things are always in the background, but we're pretty confident in the group we're putting together. And um, yeah, that, that, that'll happen in the next week or so where we'll formally transition to, to big bash, but still a really important game, I think, Queensland to. You know, again, head into the shield break, hopefully in, in good shape. We're second at the minute, so um, yeah, good performance up there will be um, will be really important. So we'll keep our eye on the prize there for the next week or so, but yeah, in the background, we're, we're starting to move into, into orange and black. Yeah, good stuff. Kay, thanks for your time, uh, and we'll keep in touch here at SENWA Sports Day WA with yours truly. Thanks for bringing us up to date with everything that's happening uh, on the field and on the pitch when it comes to WA cricket. Thanks for your time. No worries. Good on you, Pete. Cheers, mate. Kate Harvey there, the WA Cricket uh, General Manager of High Performance. So Cameron Green could be playing a Sheffield Chill game against Queensland, which would be interesting. As Kate pointed out, uh, he was sort of left out 
for the most part of the World Cup, the ODI World Cup that Australia won. He just seemed a bit tired, a bit fatigued. He stuck around India to be part of the group, as Alex Carey did. Played that first game in the World Cup tournament, and then uh, Josh Inglis took over, but he stuck around as well, and they all took part in the celebrations at the end. Just before I go, just letting you know with this uh, incredible heat we're experiencing at the moment, uh, a quick community update thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and be prepared this bushfire season. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the Department of Fire and Emergency Services. All you need to do is visit DFES, dfes.wa.gov.au. And this community update is thanks to new Firecoat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions, and it's available at Bunnings Warehouse. Thanks for joining us on the program. Uh, thanks very much to Paul Heath, my producer, and also Brian, who's panelled the program. I'll be back again tomorrow from 5 o'clock for the final Sports Day WA program of the week. All thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, the World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Have a great uh, Wednesday night. Stay cool if you can, and we'll catch you tomorrow from 5.